all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Come on in, everybody. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command you to and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman, Harvest Church YouTube, Periscope, the Harvest Channel. And in just a second, we're going to add all of our Instagram profiles. And uh, let's not, of course, forget our amazing Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Guys, we gather together every single Monday night to pray. <clears throat> prayer is going to be amazing tonight as it always is. Prayer is something that we get to do. Prayer is not something that we have to do. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. You and I get the ability to gather together in something called corporate prayer. And corporate prayer is when we come together corporately and we pray, watch me, for one another. We encourage one another. We lift one another up. There is power in corporate prayer. There is power in corporate prayer, and we're going to tap into that power tonight. All right, it is seven o'clock on the dot mountain time. Let's go ahead and add our Instagram fam in on uh, both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search Instagrams. Boom, we're live everywhere. Hey, everybody, come on in, you history-making, curse-breaking, line-crossing, boundary-breaking uh, individuals. That's what you are. You are a curse breaker. You are a history maker. Again, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. When you share, people get saved. We've seen over 300 plus people give their lives to the Lord so far this year. And of course, we believe we're going to see even more, <clears throat> excuse me, come uh, to the Lord of uh, this year. In fact, we are we are in pursuit of 1,000 decisions for people who give their lives to the Lord this year. And I don't know about you, I'm excited about it. Come on in, speak to me, let me know where you're watching from. I see Omaha, Aurora, Colorado Springs, Atlanta, Denver, where else are you watching from? Talk to me, talk to me, come and talk to me. Y'all remember that song? Uh, I think it was Jodeci. I really want to know you. Come on in. Let me, let, it get, let me get a few more of you over here on the Harvest Search Instagram. Let me get you to share. Come on. When you share, people get saved. Listen, y'all, every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray. Uh, we get that from Jesus. And Jesus, hey, Austin, Texas. And Jesus' most defining moment, the Bible says, that he gathered Peter, James, and John together together to pray for one hour. There's something power. There's an hour of power. There's something powerful about one hour of prayer. And that's what we gather together to do. That's what we're doing right now on several different platforms tonight. Let me get you to share. Again, when you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. Boom. We're good everywhere. Let me also say this. Just a couple of quick announcements before we jump in tonight. 
If you don't have our app, I need you to grab our app. How do you do that? Just text the word HARVEST to the phone number 877-552-4746. Again, text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. When you do that, you're going to shoot your text right away. It's going to show you how to get our mobile app. Uh, in our app, you got messages, you got music, you got our podcast, uh, you got all of our digital platforms, so many amazing resources that are right there in our app that are totally free to you because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. All right. Thank you for you all that are already typing that on there. I appreciate you. Hey, Toronto. Good to see you uh, in prayer tonight. <clears throat> Let me also say this. Uh, if you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be a part of our Atlanta launch team. I need you to shoot a text. Here it is. Text H-C-A-T-L. Hey, Atlanta. Text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552. Four seven uh, four six. Uh, listen, y'all. We are almost to the end of July, and to end July, we got a powerful week. So let me give this to you now, because once we go up in prayer, um, we're gonna stay up. Once we go up, we're gonna stay up. Um, let me give you a couple of quick uh, announcements also about this week. So tomorrow night. Nine o'clock mountain, mark the time. I'm going to uh, nine o'clock mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to give you a preview of Wednesday Night Live Bible study. It's going to be amazing. First of all, who um, either streamed or was at church in Denver yesterday? If you were, just wave at me. And if you were, use a, a word or two to describe the message, describe what the message spoke to you to describe how it, how it, uh, how it gave you life. Come on. That's why we call them life-giving messages at Harvest. I don't call them sermons. Uh, <clears throat> I think of a sermon as something, um, and again, it's not a negative word. It's just a sermon uh, uh, is not necessarily speaking life. And Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they bring life. My job every time I take a microphone is to speak life into your life. Listen, talk to me about what you got out of that message yesterday. I'm anointed. Come on. Come on. Fire. Come on, Theo. Got fire. What you got? Unforgettable. Come on, Anastasia. What you got? What you got? Y'all talk to me. What, what did that word speak to you yesterday? Um, let me tell you, the 1115 was on, uh, both of them were amazing. That 1115 note was just uh, awesome. Powerful word, fire. You covered all of what I was dealing with. Come on. Uh, the 1115 was powerful yesterday. Both of them were great. Paul's reputation, yes. When you look at all of what Paul had to go through, uh, but he earn that rank. Everybody listen to me. God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of ranks. He is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of ranks. And when you look um, at rank, ranks are earned. And so Paul earned a certain rank that gave him spiritual authority. <clears throat> Hear me. You are never going to be able to have authority beyond your the level of agitation you can handle. You will never be able to have authority beyond the level of attack that you can handle, right? Uh, what else stood out to you? Growth past, uh, growth, pa growth past, um, growth past, your past growth, good. He survived even though he was put through death and more. Come on, what else? What else? What else? Um, while you're responding, I want to encourage you again to get um, uh, yesterday's word was amazing. You're a history maker. Tomorrow night, at Tuesday or Tuesday night at nine o'clock Mountain, eleven o'clock Eastern, I'm going to be a preview of Wednesday night live Bible study. There's only two messages left in our series, The Kingdom in You. Um, that's Wednesday night live as well as Friday night fire. I walk through the whole day saying, even if I fall, come on, I won't stall. Yes. I didn't get to that point at the 9.15, but I was able to finish the whole thing at the 11.15. Do not stall. 
And we're going to cover a lot of that uh, from Sunday's message in prayer. Um, so Tuesday night preview, Wednesday night live, uh, Wednesday night live Bible study. You guys know Wednesday night live Bible study. Bible study is not just some boring um, lecture that's being given in simply in a pedagogical format. It is uh, on fire, Wednesday night live is. And so uh, the message on Wednesday night live will be amazing. In fact, I'll go ahead and give you the title. Here's the title. What are you waiting for? Some of you, um, you are put your life on pause. And there are things that are on pause. And on Wednesday, you're going to go from pause to play, from pause to play. Can I just get you to type some of that? For some of you who feel like some of your areas, some of the areas of your life are like stalling and they're paused. Can I just get you to type that? Pause to play. What's going on, Pastor? Good to see you. Pause to play. All right. And then Thursday, if you're in the Memphis area, I want you to come meet me. I will be there in Memphis. It's going to be uh, amazing. You can get all the information. It was posted on social media, uh, on the Bishop Foreman pages. You can get all that information. It's also on our website, harvestchurch.church. They're going to start putting uh, my engagements are there now. Uh, it's built into like the church calendar so you can see all of that. All right. Um, it's the Apostolic Congress. I'm going to be there for Thursday night. Seven o'clock uh, Central Time at Greater Adoration International Ministries there uh, with the great, uh, great apostle abroad next. It's going to be phenomenal and uh, in Memphis. And so if you're in the Memphis area, I want you to be there. I'm certain they're going to stream it, too. And uh, as soon as we know where they're streaming, it will share that with you on our various platforms and uh, the Bishop Foreman platforms, what have you. But I want you to make sure that you are that you are there. Um, and then uh, on Friday, then I'm back on in Denver on Friday for Friday Night Fire. So we got a full week. We got a completely full week uh, for Friday Night Fire in Memphis, or excuse me, in Denver. It's going to be amazing. Seven o'clock Mountain Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time. What's Friday Night Fire? It, uh, we've, we, we did the, we've done these for years. Um, and the last one we were able to do is 2019. So you, you're going to expect prayer. You're going to expect prophecy. I'll release a word, but only to set up what's going to manifest. Um, the Bible says every time the kingdom was preached, healing manifested. So what are you going to what are we going to see on Friday? Healing. I'm going to be anointing every single person that is in the building will be anointed that night. Every single person that's in the building will be anointed that night. If you're not going to be able to be in the building, you can stream it. And if you want to get oil, I pray over our oil. So our oil isn't just something that we get and just put out there. I pray over every every container of oil before it's distributed at harvest. And so if you want to get some of that, uh, that comes right out of the scriptures, anointing, anointing with oil. I've taught on it before. You can get that in our online store. Where can you access our store? Anybody want to put it on the screen? The app. There's an app for that. Get the Harvest app. You can get it. So if you're digital and you're not going to be in the building, um, um, I understand that. I, I took care of you. I got We've got oil and we got it in our store so that you will have everything you need. All right. Lots of announcements tonight, but we got a busy week. Then Saturday night, I'm back live again for the preview. I'll be live at nine o'clock Mountain Time, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, for the preview of Sunday's message. Sunday in August, we're starting a new uh, series called The Ghosts and the Gifts. And it's going to be amazing. Listen, I'm going to be teaching about the Holy Ghost, but can I go deeper? It is not going to just be, um, uh, yes, we're going to cover some basics. Yes, we're going to cover some, some uh, basic information that we need. But here's what's even amazing. We're going to go deeper in this series to talk about spiritual gifts. We're also going to talk about how the Holy Spirit 
uh, helps you to deal with your everyday life. For example, how he helps you to deal with trauma, how he helps you to deal with uh, uh, um, not staying stuck in survival mode. Um, uh, what are you magnifying? How not to grieve this, the Holy Ghost? How to know the difference between the Holy Ghost and you? Uh, one of the messages in that series is called Three Hails. I'm going to teach you about the different hails. It's going to be really good. All right. Um, um, it's really, it's really, really good. All right. So that's going to be our August series. And that starts this upcoming Sunday. So Friday night, we'll finish the kingdom in you at Friday Night Fire. And then boom, Sunday, we're in a brand new message series for August called The Ghosts and the Gifts. All right. 10 minutes of announcements. Oh my goodness. For those of you who grew up at Old School Church, I feel like the announcements clerk tonight, but I want to make sure you understand we've got a busy full week. And I want to make sure that you have that. Lock the dates in, put it in your calendar, put it in your phone, do whatever you got to do, and then we're going to go up. All right, let's go. Listen, um, we're going to start prayer tonight, repenting. Um, listen, before you go to God asking him for anything, you always want to make sure you've got things right with God. And to get right, things right with God, it begins with repentance. So we're going to start there. All right, let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight we bless you, we honor you, and we thank you. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, we thank you that we are alive today because of your grace. We are alive today because of your mercy. You are faithful. You are strong. You are consistent. You are reliable. You are dependable. You are our Father. You are our life giver. And Father, we thank you that because that's who you are, that we rest and we trust in that. In the name of Jesus, tonight, God, as we embark in prayer together, as we embark in this time of corporate prayer together, God, we pray, first and foremost, that you forgive us for our sin, our iniquity, and our transgression. God, forgive us for sin. Those are the mistakes that we've made. To mistake means I looked at something wrong. I mistook it. Forgive us, God, for what we looked at wrong. And I pray, God, that you would fix in us the perspective and the vision and the sight that we have, not just naturally, but spiritually, not just spiritually, but in our soul, our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, our soul sees, our spirit sees, our body sees, our soul sees, our spirit sees, our body sees. There are three types of sight. Our soul sees, our spirit sees, our body sees. God, forgive us for allowing what we saw to not be seen correctly. We pray that you would correct in us where the, there's an error in our sight. Come on. Correct in us tonight, God, where there's an error in the sight of our spirit. That's our subconscious mind. Correct with us, God, where there's an error in our sight and our soul. That's our conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. We ask for forgiveness tonight in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, God, for looking at the situation too low. Forgive us from looking at it from too low of a perspective and too low of an angle. You said, God, you see us in heavenly places with you. That means, God, we are never supposed to look at something head on. We are always supposed to look at it from the top down. God, that means it will look smaller to us than you. Because you seated us in heavenly places with you. Forgive us tonight, God, for our iniquity. That is a generational sin that has been passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for the moments where we have not operated as curse breakers. But the moments, God, we have operated as curse perpetuators. A curse, God, it's an empowerment to fail. There are certain things that have existed in us, that have existed around us, that are empowerments to fail. They will end in failure. And your word says, God, I feel like praying tonight that you always lead us into triumph. And because you always lead us into triumph, God, 
Anything that comes against you leading us into triumph, God, it is in error. And so we ask for forgiveness for that. Forgive us for our iniquity. Forgive us for the stuff we've practiced that were like our fathers, that were like our mothers, our grandmothers, grandfathers, generations before us. And forgive us, God, for practicing error that came from the people we were around. Habits we picked up because of friendships. Come on. Habits we picked up because of acquaintanceships. Habits that we picked up because of colleagues. Forgive us, God, for the things that we picked up and made our baggage in the name of Jesus. It's iniquitous. And you said, God, that in that day, God, when people stand before you, they will say, didn't I do this in your name? And your word records, God, that you would say, depart from me. Here it is, you worker of what? Not sin, not transgression, but iniquity. Father, the indictment against those that stood in front of you was that they worked iniquity, that they practiced generational sin that was passed down and around, which is why, God, you've called us to be curse breakers. You have not called us to practice iniquity. You've called us to be curse breakers. You have not called us to practice iniquity. Come on, y'all. Can I get you to release on the screen? I'm a curse breaker. Come on. I'm a curse breaker. I'm a curse breaker. I'm a curse breaker. Your indictment against the people was not the mistakes they made. Your indictment against the people was not even the things that they did that they knew were wrong that were they willfully deviated. Your indictment against the people was that they refused to break the curse. And God, tonight we say that you can look to us to break every curse. Every curse in our bloodline, every curse in our family, every curse with our relatives, we are the end to that. And finally, God, we ask for forgiveness tonight uh, for our transgression. That is to willfully deviate from what we know to be true and correct based on the word. Forgive us, God, for trying to negotiate with the word. Forgive us for saying, I'll just, here it is, ask for forgiveness later. I pray, God, that we would mature to such a place to where we are not uh, uh, we are not conspiring to sin. We are not conspiring to do wrong. But we are those, Father, that will walk upright. We are those, God, that walk in righteousness. And what does that mean? It is right with you and it is right to you. It is right with you. It is right to you. Righteousness. It means it is right with you and it is right to you. That is who we are. So now, God, that we've covered our sins, those that knowingly, and unknowingly in the blood. Father, when we enter in, you do not see us. And when we enter in, you do not see our flesh. When we enter in, you do not see us as natural people. When we enter in, you see us covered in the blood. And you said, God, that you would not deny yourself. Which means, since you see your blood covering us, you see yourself. Since your blood covers us, you see yourself. Since your blood covers us, you see yourself. Since your blood covers us, you see yourself. And since you see yourself, you said you will not deny yourself. So tonight, God, we can be bold when we pray. Why? Because you cannot deny yourself. And we thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Come on, everybody. If you agree with that, type amen on every platform right there. Listen, let me just explain what we just prayed. One of the reasons that we pray for forgiveness for sin, 1 John chapter 1 says that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us. Well, guess what? There's some stuff that you've done wrong you didn't know was wrong. That's why when we pray and we cover things, we cover sins done knowingly and unknowingly. Why? Because there are certain things you did that you didn't even know were ratchet. You didn't even know was sinful. So you've still got to cover it under the blood. 
Just because you didn't know it was wrong does not mean it's not covered. Here's the second thing I want to give you. Um, one of the other things that uh, I said to you is that we, when you see us, you see us covered in the blood. Well, what happens when we pray for forgiveness for our sin is that it's covered in the blood. The blood is an instrument of redemption. Stick with me. I'm teaching and we're praying at the same time. It's an instrument of redemption. Thank you, God, for you. It's an instrument of redemption. What does redemption mean? It buys something back. So every time we cover our sins in prayer, what happens is then we are bought back. In other words, God does not regard you according to that. Now, there may still be repercussions you have to deal with because of what you did. But heaven does not judge you based on what you did. Did you hear what I just said? You may still have to deal with some of the repercussions of what you did, but heaven does not deal with you or identify you according to what you did. Stop calling yourself what heaven doesn't call you. God, tonight I pray that every label that we have kept on ourselves that heaven does not have on us, that we would not call ourselves that. Father, I pray that tonight in Jesus' name, we would be loosed and redeemed from every label that we put on ourselves that heaven does not put on us. Father, why? Because you bought us back. There may still be repercussions for what we did, but heaven does not identify us for what we did. In other words, God, we may have done everything uh, uh, um, that someone may say we did, but we are not who they say we are because when we're covered in the blood, heaven does not regard us according to our sins. Come on. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. All things are made new. Every platform, I just need you to type new. Type it on the screen. New. Type it on the screen. New. That's how heaven views you. Once you confess your sin, heaven views you new. Heaven does not view you. God does not view you. You lied. He doesn't view you as a liar when you cover it. Now, you may have repercussions to deal with because you lied, but he doesn't regard you as a liar. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? All right. Uh, 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 you, you did something wrong. All right. There may be repercussions to deal with because of what you did wrong, but God doesn't view you as a wrongdoer. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight? So you're covered in the blood. And here's what the scripture says, 2 Timothy 2 and 13. It says, uh, even if we don't believe he abides faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So that means once we've covered our sin, that's what we covered in prayer every time. Some of you are like, didn't we cover that every week? Can I be honest with you? You need to be covering your sins every single day in prayer. Father, I pray for a spirit of repentance to exist in every single one of us on YouTube, on Facebook, on the Harvest channel and the Harvest app, on the Instagram pages, on Periscope. I pray, God, that repentance Father, would be commonplace for us, that we would not be arrogant, pompous, sanctimonious individuals. And I would thank God that somehow we are exempted from being repentant. We are repentant. Re, again, pent. Get to the best. Get back to the best version of ourselves. It means change directions, change courses, and get back to being the best. Father, we thank you that we are people of repentance. Come on. That we are people of repentance tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody right there, say amen. Every day you got to cover your stuff. Every day you got to cover your stuff. Um, it, is one of the, it is one of those prayers that every single day, you're like, didn't I do it yesterday? Yes, but you've done some new stuff today. So you need to cover it every single day. Here's what I want to get you to. Because when you pray tonight, I, there's some stuff we're about to pray because we're almost through this first month of the second half of this year. We've got, what, four or five days left. You got five days. You got grace left. 
Five is the biblical number of grace. You got grace left. <clears throat> so we got to make sure that we pray strong. But watch me. You'll never pray strong if you are, watch me, if you have not prayed properly. You won't pray strong if you don't pray proper. You will not pray strong if you don't pray properly. So we cover our sins and confess them before the Lord, those that knowingly and unknowingly. So we're covered in the blood. Why? So that when we pray, he does not see us. Come on. He sees himself. 2 Timothy 2.13. And the Bible says he cannot deny himself. That's why the scripture says things like this. The promises of God are, type those two words on the screen. Yes and amen. Type it on the screen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Why are the promises of God? Yes and amen. Because he can't deny himself. So once I get my stuff covered, then I move into bold prayer, knowing that the answer is yes and amen, because he cannot deny himself. Woo. Now, hear what somebody says right here. We're about to cover several things in prayer. Well, Bishop, I prayed for something and I didn't get what I prayed for. Yes and amen, watch me, means yes. And sometimes the yes is, is to a higher level of what, what is to be prayed. Let me say it more simply. What if what you asked for was here, but what you needed was here? Got me. This is the promise of God, a yes and amen. Got it? So when we begin to go in prayer, watch me, sometimes the yes is to the higher thing that you did not ask for. And it is a denial of the lower thing that you did ask for. Let me give it to you another way. Sometimes when you pray one prayer and you go and pray a lesser prayer, the greater prayer gets the yes. So you may say, Lord, use me for your glory. Boom. That's the higher prayer. Then you may pray a lower prayer. Lord, I just don't want to go through this. Well, the higher prayer got a yes. Come on, y'all. I'm just trying to help you understand. Don't you ever accuse God of not answering your prayers. Sometimes what's being answered is the higher prayer. Sometimes what's being answered is the higher request. Sometimes what's being answered is what actually needs to happen. You got what I'm saying tonight? All right. Listen, did a lot of teaching right there, but I just want to make sure that you get that. All right. I want to shift into this. Yesterday's message at Harvest was you're a history maker, and that's who you are. In Harvest, we've been in this series called The Kingdom in You, and uh, that's three things, becoming who God says we are. Here's what I want to cover in prayer, who you're becoming. Why do I want to cover that in prayer? Because as you are becoming, can I be honest with you, sometimes it can feel very burdensome. Very burdensome. How many of you right now, you'll be honest with me, and I want you to wave at me. There's sometimes an internal battle that where you teeter-totter back and forth between do I handle that like this or do I handle it like that? How many of you right now, you got something like that going on in your life right now? Like there is this old version of you that wants to clap back, snap, crack a lamb pop. There is this evolving version of you that's like, does it even matter? And so you're going to go, uh, 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 you're right there. Where y'all at? Wave at me. All right. I want to cover that because whenever you are becoming, pay attention, whenever you are becoming, there is this internal battle between who you are becoming and what you were. And I see several tonight. See, I pray about what we pray about. I see several hands. I'm in the Kool-Aid. What's the flavor? Red. Um, I want to cover you in prayer. So that the decisions you make are based on who you are becoming, not who you were. My God. 
based on who he's evolving you into, not based on who you were. Father, in Jesus' name, the Father, you said in Luke 17, 21, the kingdom of God isn't here nor there, it is in us. And one of the components of your kingdom, God, is becoming who you say we are and possessing what you said we can. And tonight, God, we pray that the decisions we make, God, are based on who we are becoming, based on who you are making us into, not who we were. God, I pray for the internal teeter-totter that is going on the inside right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that those decisions, that those thought processes, that those ideologies, that those idiosyncratic thought processes, God, that they come from the place of who we are becoming. Father, you said your thoughts are not our thoughts. Your ways are not our ways. They are higher. So I pray, God, that we would do, watch me, our thoughts would be higher, type higher on the screen, that our ways would be higher that our thoughts would be higher, that our waves would be higher, our ways would be higher, that our thoughts would be higher, and that our ways would be higher, God, that we would operate from a higher place in everything that we do. If our thoughts are higher, that means our triumph will be higher. If our ways are higher, God, that means that our, our, what we possess, what we're working on will be higher. I cover us tonight in the name of Jesus. If you haven't typed higher, please type higher, whatever platform you're on, if you're on a social platform, that it will be higher tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say amen. All right. You are becoming. Got it? And so that means there's some, some stuff. God's like, we don't handle that like that anymore. We don't deal with that like that anymore. Uh, for some of you, watch me. What I need you to do, and, and I'm going to pray for this, is here's why you, you sometimes teeter-totter. Uh, is because the, the first thought that comes to your mind sometimes is the most comfortable thought. And what I need to deal with and what we need to cover in prayer tonight is, is that you don't go with the most comfortable thought, but you go with the most Christ-like thought. Now, I know that ain't popular, but that's Bible. Because it's easy to go with the most comfortable thought. Like if you're a natural cuss of personality type person, that's the first thought that comes to mind. Let's be real. And that's what you're comfortable right there. You're comfortable saying, oh, no, you don't know man. Been the places I've been spent. You don't, I'm going to let you have it. You're comfortable with that, but maybe what you're comfortable with is not most like Christ. My God. And comfort and change cannot exist in the same place. So since you are becoming, we got to make sure that it reflects Christ. Let's go. Father, we pray that the choices we make, my God, this is good. This is simple, but it's good. They are not just the most comfortable, but they are the most Christ-like. They are the most like you. They are the most like you. They are the most like you. In the name of Jesus tonight, God. So we release our decisions. You said, God, that you order the steps of the righteous. Well, the righteousness, peace, and joy. Romans 14, 17. You said in Romans also, God, that you make us righteous, which means, God, um, that we would make decisions. You order the steps of the righteous. Since that's us, order our steps. Order our decisions. Here it is. God, order our words. Here it is. Order our emails. Come on, y'all. Order our text messages. Order our conversations. And God, I pray that you just don't order them, but I pray that we, here it is, that we follow through with the orders. I need you to type follow through in all caps if you're on a social platform. I pray, God, that we would follow through with the orders right now 
in Jesus name. It is not enough just for the steps to be ordered, but God, we have to follow through on the orders. A general can give orders all day long, but if the soldiers do not follow through, they are not going to see the results of what the general ordered. So tonight in the name of Jesus, we declare God that not only would you order our steps, but that we will follow through those orders. We will follow through those orders. We will follow through those orders right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen. Every platform. We're hitting a lot. We're hitting a lot. And I want to give you the scripture, Psalm 37 and 23. Listen to this. Um, <clears throat> Psalm 37, 23. Uh, let's go, uh, let's go New King James. I'm going to read you a few different versions. Actually, let's go Amplify. The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. Now, check this out. Um, this is so important because an order does not necessarily mean that it's done. And many times, can I be honest with you? Um, one of the reasons that Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. is because many times, can I be honest, God's will isn't done because your will prevails. Your will prevails and you'll call it God. How many of you can be honest right now tonight on prayer? We're halfway done. How many of you can be honest right now on prayer? that you know that there are things in your life where you ask God to order your steps, you ask God to order your decisions, and then right when it was time to fulfill the order, you did your own thing. Wave at me. My hand's waving. You did your own thing. Fear got you. Doubt got you. Comfort got you. Not wanting to feel foolish got you. Not wanting to feel stupid got you. All right, all right, all right. Come on, wave at me. Where y'all at? We've all done that. So it's not enough. What am I doing tonight? I'm teaching you to be strategic. It is not enough to just say, God, order my steps. You have to pray that you obey the orders. You obey the orders. Because there's sometimes there's some emails, God, watch me. The Holy Ghost is going to shut that down. He's going to say, don't shut up. You don't need to do that. And some text, the Holy Ghost is going to shut that down and say, do not do that. I have had emails in my emails that could change the trajectory of somebody's entire life. Please understand. Um, please understand. I had authority and power. And uh, and I said, mm -mm, leave it right there. Don't do that. Oh, just shut that down. Just shut it down. It doesn't need to go. I've had text messages queued up, ready to go. Who am I talking to? And the Holy Ghost, shut that down. Shut that down. I have had conversations I was getting ready to have. And he shut it down. Watch me. I need us at, at 731 Mountain Time to release a praise. Watch me for the ordered steps being followed. Come on. Put a praise on the screen for the ordered steps being followed. For the ordered steps being followed. For the ordered steps being followed. And most of the times those orders are going to be uncomfortable orders. Glory to God. Those orders are going to be orders that were like, ah, I remember one time, I think I've shared this before in prayer. I remember one time, this was several years ago. Um, I was doing some business deals several years ago. This is before I was a pastor, before I was a senior pastor. And uh, I was doing some deals and the per there was a person working on the deals who just to be quite frank with you was extremely trifling, just awful, just God awful, just, just not very good at what they did. And, and, and it ended up being their fault why the deal 
didn't go, um, one particular deal didn't go the way it needed to go. And I was driving, uh, I was driving to the Cherry Creek Mall, for those of you that live in Denver. I was driving to the Cherry Creek Mall, I was on Leechdale, for those of you familiar with Denver. I was on Leechdale, getting ready to cross over Colorado Boulevard, and the Holy Ghost said, call her and apologize. And I said, the devil is a whole lie. Apologize to her? She the reason this thing is a mess. She's the reason this thing fell apart. You want me to apologize to somebody, God, who is the reason that this thing didn't go right? I got to tell you, he said, listen, I'm teaching you how to obey because do not let, do not ever let one order that you don't want to follow ruin your next. <laughs> who am I talking to? Don't ever let one order that you don't think you should have to do. Don't you let one order get in the way of your next. Y'all better hear me. Don't let one order. So, so the Lord, he made me apologize to her. And so I called her. I said, listen, I know we haven't spoken. I just want to apologize. And listen, I'm thinking she's going to be repentant and apologetic since it's her fault in the first place. I literally didn't do anything wrong. And do you know what this Mark, uh, <laughs> that Mark did? <laughs> Listen, y'all know Bishop Warren. Bishop I'm going to keep it real. You know, Demar, yes, I was really disappointed and all, and all of that. And listen, I'm petty, so I clap. I, I did a little clap. I clap. It wasn't a full clap. I clapped back a little. I said, well, you know, it certainly was uh, certainly was in your hands. And it's, you know, I said something to this effect. Well, you know, I'm certainly certain you were disappointed because, you know, you're the reason that it all happened. But, you know, I said something to that effect. I said, but nonetheless, I apologize. And, da -da 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 -da. and I remember thinking like, God. He said, son, he said, son, he said, son, he said, son, listen, what I'm doing with you, I will use whoever, pay attention, I will use whoever and whatever I got to do to get the best out of you. Father, I pray for everybody in prayer tonight that whoever and whatever you use to get the best out of us, that you get the best out of us. Come on, get the best out of us, God, get the best out of us on Facebook. Get the best out of us on Instagram. Get the best out of us on YouTube. Get the best out of us on Periscope. Father, I pray that we would never let one order go unfulfilled. That we would never let one directive go unfulfilled. Why? Because God, you use it to make sure that nothing ever impedes or gets in the way. Some of you tonight, your pride has gotten in the way. We cast down the spirit of pride tonight that would cause us to not do what it is we've been ordered to do because we don't think that we should. We don't think that we should have to. Watch me. Here's what I heard. Or we don't think that it's good enough or we think that it's too late. Get the best out of us now. In Jesus name we pray. Come on. Everybody say amen right there. I promise you that was such it was such a humbling moment to do that because I literally, I was like, God, I didn't do, I was like, Lord, there's no other way to look at this. I didn't do anything wrong. And he said, no, you didn't, son. I just want to teach you that if I say do it, do it. You didn't do anything wrong, son. I just want to teach you that if I say jump, you respond with how high. You don't tell me what you're not going to do because of who I told you to do it for. Oh my God. You are not going to tell me what you're not going to do because of who I told you to do it for. Some of you, watch me, Moses, I, let's shift in prayer right here. Moses, remember, we're on this concept of you becoming. Moses um, was an interesting guy. His name, Moshe in the Hebrew, it means to pull out, to draw out. So literally, he was drawn out of the Nile River 
Um, and so that's why they named him that. But his name would prophesy to his future because he was going to draw his people out of slavery and bondage. Watch me. Your name is prophetic. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would understand the prophetic nature of our name because our name prophesies. Our location prophesies. Our location and our name prophesy what it is that we are to do. And I pray, God, that we would maximize what is spoken every day. It's so simple. We're looking for a deep word when the word is already in our name and our location. In Jesus' name. Can I go there real quick prayer? If I get 10 of y'all to say, go there, I'm going to go there. I'm going to shift over there and come back to becoming tonight. What I love about prayer is that prayer is a dialogue. It is not just us, blah, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue. It means he responds. He responds. So we pray, he responds. He pr we pray, He give you, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. We pray, I give you revelation. All right, I got my 10. So let me go here. Your name <clears throat> is prophetic. All right, what is to, to prophesy? It foretells and it foretells, okay? If you do not know what your name means, on after prayer tonight, get off of here and find out what your name means. Listen carefully. Do not just go to the baby name meaning thing, okay? Because they may not be using the deepest root of your name. The deepest root of your name will often go back to Hebrew, all right? Will often go back to Hebrew. You want to get it as deep as you can. All right, now check this out. Your name and your location are prophetic. They foretell, they foretell. Foretell means they are causing something that was not scheduled to come on the schedule of your life. Foretell, it means they are revealing to you the schedule of your life. I'm giving you homework for after prayer. Who knows? I may end prayer early so you can go do your homework, all right? And your location. So Moses was named Moshe in Hebrew, which means they call him that because they drew him out of the Nile. All right. That was foretold. They drew him out of the Nile. But watch what they foretell and foretell for the future. Every time they would call him, Moshe, come here. Moshe, come here. Because that's what they would say is Hebrew. Moshe, come here. Moshe, come here. Every time they said that, they were saying, bring the people out. Every time they spoke his name, they were saying, draw the people out. Every time they released his name, they were saying, draw, draw, draw. Watch me. Here's the third dimension of that. Not only was he drawn out of the Nile, not only was he going to draw his people out of the Nile, watch me, but he, they were drawing something out of him that he didn't know was in him. Why? He had a speech impediment, which suggests that since he had it as an adult, that he also had it as a child. Pay attention which means Moses more than likely was an insecure child. <clears throat> Moses more than likely was an insecure child because every time he would speak, he would stutter. He couldn't get the words out. Come here. And if anybody that has ever dealt with any type of speech impediment or anything that has made you uh, palpably different than your peers or surroundings in school, you had an insecurity. Is there anybody on prayer tonight where you ever grew up with an insecurity because there was something about you that was different than the kids around you, different than your schoolmates, different than your classmates? So Moses was an insecure young individual because Moses had a speech impediment. Moses was an insecure man because he could not 
utter his words clearly. And I'm not doing that to make fun of anybody with that. I'm trying to get you to understand the point. So every time they said Moses, what were they doing? They were drawing out. They were drawing out the leader that was in him. They were drawing out the greatness that was in him. They were saying there's something in you that has to be drawn out of you. If you don't release a praise on prayer tonight, they were calling something out of him. His name was prophetic because his insecurities were going to try to shut him down. His insecurities were going to try to make him say, I, I can't do this. And what happened when the Lord calls him? He literally responds with insecurity. Lord, I can't do this. Use somebody else. Uh, I don't know what, I can't even speak that well. I'll give you, watch me. Moses, I'm so committed to you. You don't even have to speak. I'm going to give you Aaron, your brother, who will speak for you. In other words, you watch me. You're going to be so much of a leader. You ain't going to say nothing. You're going to stand there and I'll raise up an army around you. Y'all better hear me tonight. Father, I pray that we would recognize the prophetic significance of our name and our location because they are foretelling and they are foretelling. Every time our name is used, it is foretelling and it is foretelling in Jesus name. Y'all, you ready? You said go there, so I went there. I cut across the field to go over here. I cut across the field to go over here. We're going to come back, but I cut across the field to go over here. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. So every time they said Moses, <clears throat> that's what they were saying. Can I take you deeper? Let's look at Joshua. Joshua, actually, pay attention, wasn't Joshua's name. Did you not know, uh, did you not know that J Moses actually named Joshua uh, what we call him. Mo, uh, Joshua's name was Hoshea. It was Moses that names him Joshua. What's the difference, Bishop? The difference is this. Now, for, there's so much revelation there. There's so much revelation there because the, the job of the man of God was to rename him. Oh my God. This is why, this is why having a man of God, this is why having a pastor, this is why having a covering, this is why having a shepherd is so important. Why? Because it's gonna, it's gonna change your very identity. Mm. Father, I pray that our identity would be changed to match up with who you ordained. His name was Hosea. It's Moses that calls his name Joshua. You know him as what Mo that's what Moses called him. That's not what his daddy called him. That's what Moses called him. That's not what his mama called him. For some of you, watch me. This is your reminder. If I'm your shepherd, get connected. If I'm not, get connected to whom your shepherd is. Why? Because your shepherd has the ability to literally shape the chain or change your identity. You know him as Joshua, but his mama didn't call him Joshua. His daddy didn't call him Joshua. His brothers didn't call him Joshua. It was the man of God that named him Joshua. What's the difference, Bishop? Hoshea means God can save. Joshua means God has saved. So every time they say Hoshea, they're saying God can do it. Every time his mama said, come here, son, come here, Hoshea, he can do it. But it, when Moses changed his name, y'all getting quiet in the comments. But when Moses changed his name, Moses said, God has done it. So, so when Joshua takes over for Moses, Joshua is bold. Why? Because Joshua is being reminded that what you're about to face has already been won. What you're about to deal with has already been conquered. What you're about to over, uh, what you're about to view or confront has already been given into your hand. Why? Your name prophesies it, Joshua. God is not about to save. It's not that God can save. It's that God has saved. 
If you don't put a digital praise on this on these uh, different platforms tonight, where y'all at? Maybe this is too deep for prayer. I should have held this. Maybe this is too deep for prayer. It's too deep for prayer. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, your name and your location prophesy to what you're supposed to do and who you are. Your name and your location. You need to look up what your name means, your first, middle, and last name. That's prophetic. You were named that on purpose. Can I get you to type this down or write this down? Can I get for you to put this in the comments? You got to do that. Number two, number two, number two, your location is prophetic. I used to look, and I've been very transparent with you all about this uh, in prayer and messages. I used to look at Denver. I said, God, why in the world would you have me to start a church in Denver? Like, Denver's 46 out of 50 for lowest church attendance in the nation. It's 4% African-American. There's not a lot of diversity here. It amazes me when people say it's so diverse. I'm like, yeah, in this zip code and another zip code. That's where the diversity is. That's the extent of the diversity. All right, Go beyond the, the city proper limits and you will see that there's no diversity. This is the only place there's diversity. All right. The numbers don't lie. And um, and then I used to say, God, like this is a sentence. I was like, Lord, why do you have me here? This is a sentence. And like, when are you going to let me out early for good behavior? But watch me. But it was prophesying because the city of Denver, the city of Denver. You ready? Denver means valley that was once green. That's why for those of you that live here, you're familiar with the community in the area called what? Green Valley Ranch. That's not just name that just to be some random name. It is named that because Denver means a valley that was once green. Well, check this out. Where did we see this in the Bible? I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help you because you need to look up why you are where you are. You are where you are. Watch me on purpose. You need to look up your first, middle and last name. You need to look up your location. I said, God, why am I here? Like, why? Lord, come on. For what I do. I need to be in a city with diversity. I need to be in a city where the people love God. Like, God, my challenge here, like you said, go fishing for me. And well, Lord, I had to build a pond. I had to put the water in the pond. I had to put, I had to get the fish, then go fishing for the fish and put the fish in the pond. I was like, God, this is a very different challenge than just being in a place in LA, a Houston, a Chicago, an Atlanta, a Miami, a Charlotte, a, a, a New York. Um, Lord, this is not that. A Dallas, this is not that. I said, Lord, this is a very different challenge. I'm, help, I'm helping somebody tonight on prayer. I said, Lord, this is a different challenge. He said, but son, if you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. And I didn't know what that meant until recent years. Why? Because, watch me, where do we see this in scripture? We see this in Ezekiel chapter 37, where you, your name and your location prophesy. What is Ezekiel 37 about? The valley of dry bones. If you read the story the bones, watch me, were once a great army. The valley was once green. What does Denver mean? Denver means the valley that was once green. So what does that prophesy to me? I had to start in Denver because it was in a valley that was once green where uh, Ezekiel built up this army. If you read it, he spoke to the dry bones and he builds an army in a valley. I could run. He builds an army in a valley. He builds an army in a valley. He builds an army in a valley. God is building an army right out of a valley. Come on. I just need you to release a praise right there. I know this is prayer and I'm teaching a lot right now, but I just need you to know that because I need you to know your name and your location are prophetic. 
Remember, you're becoming something and your name and your location are prophetic. Your name and your location are prophetic. Got it? So, so the reason I love Ezekiel 37 is because literally that's where I'm at. I am in a valley full of dry bones. What did I tell you the, the church statistic attendance are? Uh, attendance statistics are 46 out of 50 for the lowest attendance in the nation. The only reason the other ones are beneath it is because of chronic or alphabetical order. They're all the same. Which means it's essentially at the bottom. What does that mean? A valley of dry bones. He put me in a valley of dry bones and said, son of man, can these bones live? And son, if you can make it happen there, you pick where you want to go and you got the oil to do it. You pick where you want to go and you got the grace to do it. You pick where you want to go. You got the anointing to do it. Father, thank you for our name and our location. It is prophetic. Thank you for our name and our location. It is prophetic. It is prophetic. Can I get you to type those three words? It is prophetic. So then um, the church, watch me. Here's what's amazing. The church, um, when, we, when we first began, we started from scratch with nothing. Started in, in a church on Saturday nights in Aurora. <clears throat> and then we went into Denver, then came back into Aurora. So, so the Lord had us in both of these areas. Watch me. The, the word Aurora, please listen to me tonight on prayer. Because once you get off of here, I need you to literally, that's your homework. We got, I, I wanted to go deeper, a little bit longer into prayer, but we're gonna, I'm going to set you up for this right here. I'm going to set you up for this right here. All right. So Aurora literally means phenomena, 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 <laughs> phenomena. It literally means you've heard of the Aurora Borealis up there in uh, uh, up in Canada and in Alaska and places like that, where <clears throat> the atmosphere, because of the way the atmosphere is, the atmosphere literally creates a phenomena in the sky. Come on, y'all! It creates a phenomena in the sky. In other words, let me give you the definition: a remarkable person thing or event. Listen, a fact or situation that it is observed to exist or happen, especially one whose cause or explanation is in question. In other words, how you do this, how you do this. So God puts me in a valley of dry bones and says, build an army, but son, I'm going to make you a phenomena. People are going to question how you do that. People are going to question, how is it working for you? People are going to question, how were you able to do this in this city? Y'all ready? I'm just, I'm talking to you about me. And I pray that as I'm talking to you about me, it's stirring your faith about you. It's stirring your faith about you. It's stirring your faith about you. Come on, come on. It's prophetic, y'all. It's prophetic. God was on purpose with you. God was on purpose with you. God, show everybody tonight that you were on purpose with us. You were on purpose with us. Before you formed us in, your mother, in our mother's womb, you knew us. And you ordained us uh, with a specific assignment in the earth. We are not here on accident. We are not here on happenstance. We are not still alive just to pay bills and die. God, you sent us. Come on, y'all. You sent us, God, to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. And our name prophesies and our location prophesies. <clears throat> Did y'all get that? Jesus, that's so good to me. Oh, my God. <clears throat> All right, now watch me. Now, here's my name. My last name means overseer. Another term for bishop, episcopos, is overseer. If y'all don't give God glory, look at this, it's so simple. 
Your name and your location explain what you're supposed to do in the earth. I could throw my phones right now. It's three of them plus a laptop. I could throw them right there. Because some of you are like, God, I'm so confused. Listen, you were born to manifest the kingdom. And how you're going to do that is built into your name and your location. Your name and your location. And for some of you where you've moved around, you need to go look at your moves. Oh, my God. You need to go look at your moves. Tomorrow night, don't let me forget when I'm doing the message preview. Don't let me forget to tell you because there's something about the moves. You should look at your maiden name and your married name. Great question. Your maiden name and your married name because both of them have significance. One is about where you were. One is about where you're going. All right. Uh, do not don't y'all don't let me forget that tomorrow night. Do not let what's going on. Hope dealer. Do not let me forget that tomorrow night on every platform. All right. When we're doing the Instagram preview. And remember, on Tuesdays and Saturdays, I just do the message preview on the Bishop form and Instagram, not the other platforms. All right. For those of you who have to move around, I need you to go track the names of that. If you can remember your addresses, watch me, not just your city, but even down to your addresses, even down to your addresses. You need to go look that up because it means something. It's significant. God is not accidental. He is not coincidental. He is not just saying, Ooh, I'm just trying to see what's going on. Like there's, that's why there's certain places that you wanted to move to. You couldn't. Why? Because it's not part of the plan. It's not the right. It's, watch me. It's not the right word. It's not the right word. Oh, my God. It's not the right word. All right. So my last name means overseer or bishop. My last name literally explains what I am to do in the earth. If you don't say something right there, right? My first name means good looking. Praise him. <laughs> Look, don't y'all start with me. That's just what it means. Listen, God knew what he meant. God knew, God knew what he was doing. All right, listen, it means good looking. But more specifically, um, my, my first name, it, it has reference. Watch me. It has reference to uh, a particular individual that in Ireland, he was, uh, he, he was said to have led a great spiritual transformation of the entire country of Ireland, of the entire country of Ireland. Got it? My name prophesies. My name prophesies. My name prophesies. Wow. 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 You ready? My middle name, it means close to God. It means close to God. That my name prophesies. It means you will be a good look. This is what my name means. Don't judge me. Look it up. All right. You will be a good looking bishop that's close to God. Who will build an army from a valley of dry bones that will be a phenomenon. I'm done. Thanks for coming out on prayer tonight. If y'all don't say something right there. And he didn't say that the army would just be in the city. That's why we've got digital family from across America and around the world. My name explained what I was supposed to do. Are you listening? I'm using me as an example because I need you to go do yours tonight when we get off of prayer. Don't you go eat no burger and go to sleep. You better get in there and get on that computer. You better get in there and get on that phone. My name explains what I'm supposed to do. Are you listening to me? My name explains what I'm supposed to do. My locations explain what I'm supposed to do. You ready for this? Now, where, 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 where are we getting ready to expand to? Atlanta. And, and listen, 
we have tried and looked at some other areas. Tomorrow night, I'm going to show you prophetically why some of the other areas we looked at, we considered why they didn't work the way that I maybe thought or, or hoped that they would have. Got it? Because they were not built into the plan. Oh my God. For some of y'all, you literally, you literally, once we get on prayer, please go do your homework. The meaning of your first name, meaning of your middle name, meaning of your last name, meaning of your city, meaning of your state. Uh, uh, watch me, Colorado, color red, red, the blood of Jesus, red, passion, red, power. Are you hearing me? Red, the color of a presiding bishop like I am. Y'all ready for this? Listen to this. So Atlanta, where we're getting ready to expand to, I got to say this real fast and then we got to get out of here. I, I know I wanted to get so much further in prayer. Was this good? Has this been good for anybody? Um, I wanted to get so much further in prayer, but this is evidently what the Lord needed to, to get out. And so this is where we're going to go. That's why you got to log in because you never know what's going to happen. All right. Um, the symbol of Atlanta uh, is the phoenix. The symbol of Atlanta is the phoenix. All right. <clears throat> and in classical mythology, the phoenix, after a burning of itself, it would rise from the ashes with renewed youth to live through another cycle. Watch me. Simply put, Phoenix means to rise. Shut your mouth. So watch me. So why does God need our necks to be there? Because it's time for our rise. I'm dropping my tissue. I'm dropping it. It means to rise. That's why the Atlanta, uh, uh, the football team, that for a while they're, they're saying was rise up. That's where they got it from. Because that's what the word means. The symbol of the city means rise up. And now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to. Ah! And now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up. And now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to Atlanta rise up. That's what it means. Yeah. Father, I pray that tonight this would be so simple that people would go do the homework to see that their name and their location prophesy. God, that's what you wanted to release in prayer tonight. That's why prayer is a, not a monologue. It's a dialogue. It is not just us talking. It's you talking back and you just spoke back. You just spoke back. You just spoke back. Y'all hear me. You Listen to me. He just spoke back. He just spoke back to you. He just spoke back to you. He just spoke back saying, look at your location. Look at your name. Look at where you've lived. It's prophesying what you are to do. And for that, we say thank you <laughs> in Jesus name. Listen, I love y'all. I didn't get as far as I wanted to get in prayer, but evidently that's where God wanted us to go. Um, this is why prayer is a dialogue because sometimes you'll think you're going to spend a bunch of time talking and instead he spent tonight. God had something on his mind. He wanted to get to you. Was this not good or what? Guys, please share this. Somebody needs to hear this. There are people right now saying, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just feel like this. it's because you don't even while you're waiting on a prophecy, you don't even realize you are one. Did you hear me? While you are waiting on a prophecy, you don't even realize you are one. While you are waiting on a prophetic word, you don't even realize you are a prophetic word. Every time your name is uttered, every time your city, every time your state. Every time you put in your navigation to go back to your house, even the numbers of where you live mean something. God, dog. All right. Tonight, I want you to sow. I want everybody to sow. 
uh, into this. Psalm 37, 23. That's the seed. That's the seed. Psalm 37, 23. I'm about to sow too. The steps of a good man are ordered. That's what got us down this path. And we started talking about Moses and how you are becoming. Um, and your name prophesies what you are to become. I, I, I was blown away when I just looked at my name and said, oh my God, God, that that you literally, that's what I am, right? Like, like that's what I am. That is what I'm doing. It all prophesies. That's the seed, 37.23. You can do $37.23, cents, $372, $37, $3,723. Do something, sow something tonight with those numbers across every platform. How can you sow? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. Or you can use um, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of those different giving methods are available um, for you. Again, um, you can do that. Or if you're on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, you can use the badges to sew. Every, listen to me, everybody sew. You say, Bishop, I don't have that to sew. Get as close as you can to that. I am not trying to get something from you. I'm trying to get something to you. When you hear a word like that, you cannot sit on that and not sew into that. All right. You don't want to sew? Don't sew. I'm just telling you, don't be mad when you don't see the results. I encourage you to sew. Please hear me. I encourage everybody to sew. And I am about to do it. I just can't do it from my laptop anymore because it won't work for some reason for me to do it. So I have to wait until I'm off a of prayer to sew. And I'm going to be given that way. All right. Secondly, if you're on prayer tonight and you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. Come to the Lord. He loves you. Secondly, you give your life to the Lord. You've not been faithful to him. Come back to him. Thirdly, if you're like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight. If that's you on any platform, that's where on social media platform, do the hand with the emoji. Or say it's me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, respond. Do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now, wherever you're at. Respond right now, wherever you are at. Wherever you are at. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. My God, this is so good. My God. Wait until you hear tomorrow night. It's a preview. It's a preview of Wednesday. But I'm gonna literally, I'm gonna tell you why some stuff has not worked the way you thought it should work in your life. And that's going to be a preview. If all of this is leading up to Wednesday night's message, my God, what is Wednesday night's message going to be? My goodness. All right. I'm waiting on you. Come on. We're waiting on you. Five. We're waiting on you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nothing but love for you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nothing but love for you. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm going to count you down. Five. I'm waiting on you. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself. Lord, to be sure. Four. Waiting on you. Three. Waiting on you. Two, waiting on you. One, waiting on you. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. I see you. Thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for loving me. I confess in my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. I give you my life. Now, God, give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we committed yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, I need for you to send a text to the word, text the word decision and the phone number 877-552-4746, 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle. And that's just a hobby. Many people got baptized yesterday. It was awesome. People came to the Lord yesterday online and in the building. To God be the glory, and uh, we thank God for the decisions tonight. All right, I got to go. I'll see you tomorrow night. Preview 9 o'clock uh, Mountain Time. Um, again, 
Oh my God. Um, your journey. I've been saying this to your messages. It's going to make sense and it's about to make sense. Um, tomorrow night's preview perhaps will answer everything you have felt like a failure about in your past. Everybody look at me. I'm going to leave you with a cliffhanger. You ready for the cliffhanger? What if you didn't fail? What if it was God who prevented what it was you were trying to do? What if it wasn't the devil? What if it was God who shut that thing down, didn't let that thing work because it wasn't part of the plan? That's all I got to say. I love you. Go so 3723. That's the seed. That's I'm, I'm sowing that tonight. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. See you tomorrow night. As you can tell, I've been out in the sun today. I'm a different color today. Um, <laughs> at least parts of my body are a different color today. Uh, anyway, so I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Love you. Shalom, guys. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd only at BJ's.